0: Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me for this podcast, Holistic. I pray that you find encouragement here and are strengthened with the hope of the gospel. May God bless you today. Take care. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's found in John 10.10. So think about that. The thief, the enemy, the devil comes only to mess things up. So maybe you don't believe in the devil. You don't believe in God. Somehow you came here. Maybe you do. Maybe you're questioning. But I absolutely believe it. And I know there's many that do. And we have to think there's so much evil in the world. And many people can blame God for that. And yes, God is sovereign and all-knowing and can change anything in an instant. And I think that's hard for a lot of people to understand. Why doesn't he fix it? Why doesn't he make it right? What kind of a God would allow the things that are happening in this world to happen? And I get that you would have that question. I question that sometimes. God, why? But let's not remember that there is an enemy, a thief, who's messing things up. And so it's such an opposite there when you read that verse, that he comes to mess things up. But Jesus comes to give life and have it to the full. I've also heard versions that say to have a rich, satisfying, abundant, real eternal life and this version better than you ever dreamed of I read that it's in the message version and I thought that was really kind of an interesting way of putting that the best that you've ever dreamed of better than you've ever dreamed of and let me read that to you it says Jesus told this simple story but they had no idea what he was talking about. So he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Sheep wrestlers, every one of them, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. So I love that, that they will go freely in and out. What is the life that you've dreamed of? What does it look like? is it getting more stuff more money more success more power more education more fame more 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 so often that's what we're thinking and not all of that is bad right it's not bad to get some more things some of those things can bring us joy and happiness and it's not all bad but if that has become our everything that is what we're spending more time on and with, then something is wrong. You know, when we submit ourselves to the Lord, He gives us freedom. It's a great paradox that when we give ourselves to the Lord, when we're obedient to Him, then we become full. We become satisfied. And we don't follow Jesus just so we get stuff. He died to set us free from our sin. We are set free from sin. And we no longer have to spend an eternity in hell. We get to spend eternity with Jesus. But even now on this earth, before heaven, we can have a satisfying life. Even though life is hard. Even though it can be tough. We're not who we used to be. When we believe in Jesus... A change takes place. And maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you're just thinking about it or questioning, and that's okay. And does it mean once you become a Christian, oh, all's good? No, absolutely not. I wish. Sometimes I'm like, oh god, do you have to give a choice? Do you have have to give us free will? And just the other day it was like I was reminded it's, you know, sometimes a hard lesson when you're convicted, but it's like when you really are obedient and submit, there's such freedom. It's like, oh, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, the other day for me, I was getting ready to spend some money on something that I shouldn't have really been spending money on. It was a little bit too much money for me to spend money on. And I had said before, I told you guys that You know, I'm not always the best budgeting money. And I had prayed, you know, Lord, help me with that. And so I was kind of like, oh, I probably shouldn't spend money here, but uh, I mean, it's not that, you know, it's not a bad thing. And I'm kind of going back and forth. And then (laughs) uh, my sister actually sent me a video of this lady talking. And it was like, wow, you know, sometimes somebody's talking, you just know it's straight from the Lord. And it just hit me, you know, like a ton of bricks. Maybe you've had that happen to where you're just like, whoa, whether it's scripture, it's a pastor person telling you something or you just hear something see something. And she's, you know, was just talking about spending time with the Lord and prayer and giving attention to the right things. And I was like, here I am. I'm so focused on this thing. I'm trying to hold on to the thing and I just have to open my fists and just let it go. And when I did that, there was freedom There's freedom in that yes Jesus I did the right thing you reminded me you convicted me and it can be painful that's what I want to say it can be painful I cried over this thing I wanted it I wanted it (laughs) but it's just a thing and I was like oh my gosh God help me again help me here I am again here we go again (laughs) Right? This is what the Christian life really looks like so much is that we're saved. It's a one-time thing, a beautiful thing when we realize Jesus is Lord. But the everyday, that's the hard stuff. When things come our way, we have to make a choice. And we're not doing it alone. That's the beautiful thing is that Christ is in us. He's living in us. The Holy Spirit is in us. He is our helper, our guide, our comforter. He is here to help us and we can turn to him. And we may not get everything we want in this life. We can't. We shouldn't. (laughs) But God is what we need. And the beautiful thing is that in turn, we get more than we could ever imagine. He is glorious. When you spend time with him and you get to know him, when you open yourself up, sometimes it is hard because he's taking, he's emptying things out of you that shouldn't be there. And we might have to come back to it over and over. And it's hard sometimes. It's hard. We're holding on. We're gripping tight. But it's never too late. It's never too late to come back. And so as hard as it was for me the other day, it was a beautiful thing too because in the end, I felt such joy and freedom because it showed me he loves me and he reminded me and I I don't have to be who I once was. You don't have to be who you once were. God can supply all your needs. Come humbly to him. Turn to him. Be obedient. And when you're obedient, There is freedom there. There is true freedom in Christ. Give it all up for him. Christianity, it's such a paradox so often that when we give our life to him, when we die, we live. When we come humbly before him, he fills us up. And we then in turn can share the gospel to others and love others because he loves us. And I love what Paul says in Philippians 3, 7. Let me read a few verses there. Paul says, But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things loss. And the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead i press i press toward the goal for the prize of the upper call of god in christ jesus therefore let us as many as are mature have this mind and if in anything you think otherwise god will reveal even this to you thank you lord <laughs> Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things, To himself. So we set our mind on heaven. We do not set it on earthly things. Our citizenship is in heaven and we are waiting for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's coming and He's transforming us now. We're being conformed to His glorious body. We are working for the Lord. So we press on, folks. Don't forget to press on. It's not easy. Sometimes it's straight up hard. Life smacks you pretty hard sometimes. But God is for us. He's with us. And he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, But because of his own purpose and grace. He gives us grace. Day by day grace and mercy. He helps us. He is our guide. And so nothing you've done is too hard for him. That he can't forgive you. And the enemy is working hard. He doesn't want you to have abundant life. He doesn't want you. To know about Jesus. He wants to distract you. He wants you focused on the wrong things. He wants you to want more stuff. But I want you to remember that stuff will not fill you. It may for a little while, but it will not last. We need Jesus. And maybe you feel like you've messed up too many times and you keep doing the wrong thing. But I want you to know that Jesus is available even for you. He died for us when we were yet sinners. So if you're messing up, you're just right for Jesus. And maybe you've been a believer for a long time. And so I want to encourage you here or even convict you. (laughs) That's so important to spend daily time with the Lord, to pray, And remember, salvation is a one-time thing, but sanctification, it's lifelong. And so we still need to come before him. If there's things we're doing that are separating us, although scripture says we're not separated because his love continues regardless of what we've done, but we can block his flow because we're focused on the wrong things or we're doing the wrong things and we're trying to shut out his voice and we're filling it with other stuff. And so we got to get rid of the stuff. we got to get rid of the junk. And I want to encourage you now to know that you're loved by the Lord. And to come before Him. Get on your knees. Fall before Him and pray. And say, God, is there anything that I need to change? And I pray for you today that you wouldn't be distracted. That you wouldn't be overwhelmed. That you wouldn't feel like other things are more important than the Lord. You know, if you're spending hours in front of the TV or hours doing other things, but you're spending no time with the Lord and you say you're a Christian, there's something wrong. And I get it. I'm doing it too sometimes. And that was what that video reminded me of. It's like, if you're doing that, if you're playing games on your phone, you're on your device and you're not spending any time with the Lord, how much time are you devoting to that thing versus the Lord? Ouch. Ouch. Oh, no time with the Lord, but two hours on a movie. Well, that's not that bad. Yeah, but how often are you doing that? How often are we doing that? And I get it. It's easy to numb ourselves, but it's not right. So the more time we spend with the Lord, the more we realize, wow, we need a Savior. He is our hope. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Doesn't mean it'll always be easy. But it means we have someone who can help us. We have a guide. And he is helping us listen to his voice. Don't tune him out. If you hear that still small voice, listen to it. The sheep know their shepherd. The sheep know their shepherd. And he loves us. Our shepherd loves us. Let me read that again what I read earlier, where Jesus said, I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. And all those others are up to no good. Sheep wrestlers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. And anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. Listen. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. He's there to mess it up. Don't believe his lies. Don't believe it. Another thing in that video, let me just say this. I, um, It just spoke to me. And I want to say it to you because maybe it will for you as well. What she said in the video was, You're not going to go crazy. And you're not going to lose your mind. You can't when you're prayerful. And just because you think something, I heard a pastor say this too. Just because you think something doesn't mean you have to act on it. It could be dark forces. It could be the enemy and his minions messing with you, trying to torment your mind. But you do not have to do what you're thinking you can say, God, help me. Just because you think it doesn't mean it will happen. It's okay. Sometimes we have thoughts. Where we're like, ooh, where did that come from? And maybe it was the enemy. We don't always know, but you give it to the Lord. Give it to him. You're not a horrible person because of something you thought. We can think a million things a day. That's not who we are. Any yeah, thought can turn into something more, but you give it to the Lord. It doesn't have to turn into something. And you pray. Pray, pray, pray. And I read the rest of the verse. I'm not sure where I stopped. <laughs> but I'll just say this part again. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. I know I already read that. I'm reading it again. <laughs> A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy, to mess us up. But I came, Jesus came, so that you can have real and eternal life. More and a better life than you ever dreamed of. Turn to the Lord. (laughs) That's it. We got to turn to him. He loves us. And so I pray that you know that today. That you're loved. You're loved by Jesus. Turn to him now. Pray, pray, pray. Satan's working, yes, but God's working as well, and he's the winner. Spoiler alert, he is the winner. May you be blessed today as you spend time before the Savior of the world, Jesus. God bless you and take care.